Hello, welcome back to the podcast. I hope you are doing well and I hope you're looking forward to the bank holiday weekend and have some nice plans with families, with your partners, with friends. I think it's supposed to be really nice and sunny. So getting plenty fresh air and just taking some time to chill. I feel like there's been so much shit going around in terms of like illnesses, colds and things. And people have just kind of still been like working from home and not really giving themselves a break. So I hope people get that chance to this weekend. Um, this week, I don't know if I have any exciting updates, apart from, and if anyone's listening who has a similar thing, <laughs> please let me know. So, like, I, like, probably once a month, get, like, a bad mouth ulcer, like, a quite a sore one. Like, I've spoken to the dentist before about it, and they're like, mm, if it goes away within a week, which they always do, then it's like, it's not an issue, it it's, could be a number of things, it could be a genetic thing, stress, tired like diet wise, like lack of certain vitamins and things, it's probably fine. But oh my God, I got one over the weekend and it is huge. Like to the point where I'm like, set, I've got mouth cancer, it's the end for me. I'm sure it's not and I'm sure it will clear up. But because it has just been so painful, I've been doing like way more like reading up about it and things. And I think it probably is down to like a lack of iron or like B12 because I eat like a plant-based diet. I'm thinking that's going to be it. So I'm going to supplement a little bit more um, focus a little bit more about getting higher iron foods in my diet and see if this time next month or, I don't know, some point over the next few weeks, it returns or it doesn't because trust, this is so bad. Like even talking just now, I'm like, my mouth is just on fire. But we're all good. We can like put that pain in a little box and power through. <laughs> so today I'm covering... A topic that I hear quite a lot from people, especially like if I'm chatting to people on Instagram and kind of asking about what their goals are, what they're aiming for. And they're kind of like, well, I want to lose fat and then I want to build some muscle. So perhaps they're in a in a body right now that they feel like they could do with being a little bit leaner on. So they want to get leaner, but then they might want to like build their glutes or grow like a stronger back and have more like definition in their arms and things but they're seeing these as kind of two separate processes so I thought this should I lose fat then build muscle and the short and sweet of this you could kind of stop after this is no 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 is the answer absolutely you should as soon as you kind of start if you have a goal of eventually building muscle you should be resistance training now Even if you don't have a goal of building muscle, you should be resistance training because it's so important from a health perspective. But I put together six kind of reasons as to why you should stop looking at body composition goals in really specific phases. I think we very much kind of, the rhetoric from like bodybuilders has come down to this and that we have a bulk and a cut and a bulk and a cut. But even bodybuilders resistance train all year round. But um, yeah, just to explain that it's not as simple as no, some more detail as to why that's not an approach that I personally would take with clients and why I think for you is not going to be the most efficient long-term plan for you. A, from a body composition point of view and B, from a health point of view as well. So the first point is your training and the training that I give my fat loss clients 
versus the training I give my clients looking to build muscle is so similar, probably the same. The only variation is how much time they can dedicate to exercise. So that just completely depends on the individual. It could be three times a week, twice a week, four times a week, five times a week, whatever works for you. And also what muscle groups they wanna bring up most. So for example, a couple of my male clients, they're gonna be training like chest a little bit more frequently than my female clients might be training glutes kind of up to three times a week. So the training themselves, whether they're on a fat loss phase or whether they're on a maintenance phase or whether they're on a phase where they're looking to grow, their training will be the same. Obviously, your training program gets refreshed every so often, but it's not like, oh, in fat loss, we suddenly start doing really high rep stuff and then when we're building muscle, we start doing really low rep heavy stuff. That's just not how it works. Your resistance training should be the same no matter whether you're in a surplus or a deficit. You should always be looking to improve your training by feeling stronger in the gym, by being able to lift heavier, being able to lift with better form, being able to control the weight a little bit more, feeling more confident in the gym. The main, your retraining sessions, I try not to get my clients to view their training sessions as just a means to burn calories. Because as I've mentioned before, I think that's really disrespectful to exercise because exercise is so much more than just burning calories. It's doing so much for your health, so much for your body, physical and mental health. But I think people who don't do weights have a perception that like, they need cardio to like, they need to be sweating like fuck in order to lose weight. And trust me, if you're doing like a proper lifting session, especially with the kind of training that I would program clients, maybe if you're like a power lifter, you're not breaking as much of a sweat because you're doing like a set every 10 minutes. But the kind of like training that I do and I get my clients to do, like if you're pushing yourself hard in those sessions, you'll be breathy, you will get a sweat on, and you will be burning calories as much as, again, I don't want that to be the focus. It is a form of exercise. And obviously not everyone's in the same boat, but I know for a lot of my clients, it's one of the first types of exercise they find that they actually enjoy. That's not them just like killing themselves on a freaking spin bike three times a week. There's a lot more satisfaction that comes out of it. So when it comes to fat loss, the key to your training should be that it's something you enjoy. And I know my clients enjoy this kind of training and therefore it's gonna be the most efficient one for them on both sides of the coin. Number two, it takes years to build muscle. Year, like literally years. People think it takes months. I had this conversation with my clients this morning. I thought, I'll start like weight training for a few months then I'll get like a big old booty. It's not how it works. Like <laughs> I know I've spoken about this on the podcast before, but like it's something like the average woman, the average trained woman, so someone who's been resistance training for a while, on a good year, if they train very consistently, they'll put on like one to two pounds of muscle. One to two pounds. Like my weight changes... That's like going on the scales and drinking a glass of water then going on the scales again. Like that's how much muscle, it's very, very minimal. So if your goal is to have a bigger bum, is to look a little bit more defined, why are you putting that off? If you know it's something you wanna do in the future, you better start putting in those sessions now or else it's only gonna take longer and longer and longer. And I will also tell you this, 
And this is not to put anyone off who perhaps is in like kind of the postmenopausal stage or going into menopause, but it gets harder, especially for women as we grow older. Muscle building is tougher the older we get. So again, take, if you're listening to this and you're in your 20s and 30s, take these years now and run with it as hard as you can. And if you are older than that, then you should still be doing it because it's actually one of the most important things to do um, when you're especially going through things like menopause and things because your muscles are very prone to <laughs> wasting away. Sounds very serious, but... Um, your muscle will regress in that phase as well. So it's really important to keep on top of it and grow in that stage too. So if you're going to do it in the future, why are you postponing it? Start today. It's like when people talk about investing, they're like, the best time to start investing was five years ago. The second best time is now. Like, if you're going to do it, do it now. Number three, if you really want to achieve a specific body composition... And please, I hope this doesn't sound like I'm being really presumptuous and this is like, oh, I'm talking about the ideal body type and I'm projecting here. That's I'm not projecting, I'm just rehashing what the majority of women come to me and when I tell them, ask them to describe what tones looks like to them or how they would like to see their body when they look in the mirror, they would say a flatter stomach, a bigger bum, toned like lines on their legs strong arms, strong shoulders, and kind of lines on their back. Like, that's generically what I'm talking about here. And if you want to achieve that specific body composition, it takes lifelong habit changes. And this is the issue that we have as a society as a whole in terms of fat loss and changes to our body is eight-week shreds, quick fixes. Okay, I'm just going to dedicate the next 12 weeks to really focusing on my diet. Then I'll, I'll get to where I want to be and then I'll be fine. If only it was as easy as that. Ultimately, like I said before, if you want to achieve a specific body composition, the things that you do in order to get there, you need to be willing to do them for the rest of your life because it doesn't just stick around. You don't just reach that point, revert back to what you're doing before and then it stays like that. Your body will change based on what your daily habits are. So again, with that being said, if you want to achieve that body that looks more athletic, more toned, you don't need to be doing a phase now, then a phase then, and then maybe you'll lose fat again, then maybe it should be a consistent thing every day that you are working towards, it's not a case of focusing on one thing or the other, it's what can you do every single day to improve both those areas. Number four, and I touched on this earlier, muscle is one of the most, the most important contributors to health. The more lean muscle mass we have, the better chances we have of living a long and mobile life. Like I said, as we age, the rate of the amount that we're, we can build muscle reduces to the point where beyond our, it's something so depressing that beyond our 30s, our bone mineral density starts to decrease and therefore muscle mass and things as well. And if we just allow that to decrease and decrease and decrease, we're going to get into our 60s and 70s and feel stiff getting off the sofa. It's going to be a struggle for our legs to walk us far enough. Like when we have kids and grandkids, it's going to be tough to actually be active and play with them. And is that something, oh my God, like that genuinely 
scares me enough to want to like run to the gym now and do some squats. <laughs> I want to be able to be, I want to be one of those badass women who, in their 70s who are still like deadlifting 100 kilos. Like that is, that is what I want to be. That is my ultimate goal in life. Never mind what I want to look like in summer. Like <laughs> when I'm retired, I want to be fucking smashing the gym and I want to have huge delts. So <laughs> that is again the important consideration of if you're going to start wanting to feel stronger build muscle you need to do it sooner rather than later because the more you have and the more time you spend training like that the better quality of life you're actually gonna have for the rest of your life and again that goes back into those lifelong habit changes and I'm not meaning you need to spend the next 50 years of your life going to the gym five times a week and this is where I am going to go back a little bit on what I said. If there is a time where you do have a real focus on building muscle and you have the time and capacity to dedicate going to the gym four or, time, four or five times a week, that's great. Muscle mass doesn't deteriorate as quickly as we can gain kind of body fat. Once you've built muscle, it's a lot harder to lose it than it is for once you lose fat, it's a lot easier to gain it back on. You would only need to be, it's quite a small percentage of just using those muscles, perhaps not even specifically in resistance training, in order to maintain some of that muscles that you have built. So if right now, obviously you're thinking, oh, I can dedicate time to the gym because I don't have kids or big responsibilities and things like that. But perhaps one day you will. And you might only be able to go to the gym two times a week. The chances are that's going to be good enough to sustain the muscle you've built for sure and make progress if you're really pushing yourself in those sessions and programming them properly. Number five, people just underestimate the role building muscle plays in the shape of your body and I think people think that they'll lose body fat and I've the, you can tell I'm getting the ick talking about these kind of things but it's what people ask me and it's and it's what people strive for but if you lose body fat without having really much muscle there you're just going to probably be quite quite long and lean and thin and if that's what you want then bloody go for it I'm absolutely all for that but do some resistance training for health but if you do want to have you know a peachy bum if you want to see more like definition the chances are you don't want to look just really really lean and thin you actually want to look like strong and you want to have shape you want to have like a small waist and a bigger bum um oh my god I am actually getting the ick talking about this and I don't know why please don't presume this is what I think everyone wants <laughs> I'm putting way too many disclaimers on this so I think people under think that oh I'll lose fat and then it'll be my body will be the shape that I want it to be but nine times out of ten my clients get more excited when they're like oh my god like look at the shape of my bum all those hip thrusts have been paying off than like oh I feel a lot smaller and skinnier kind of thing but again that's just my clients and number six last one all that really changes in a muscle building phase from a fat loss phase is the amount of food you eat and potentially the amount of steps or cardio that we do. So obviously in order to lose body fat, you want to be in a calorie deficit. And being in a calorie deficit 
you know, your body's got to take that energy from somewhere. Obviously, we want it to come from body fat. So a calorie deficit means you're eating under the amount that your body requires. And in order for your body to still function properly, it needs to get that energy from somewhere. You're not giving it that energy via food, so it's going to take it from body fat. But unfortunately, our body's not so smart that it only takes it from body fat, it takes it from other tissues as well, so it could take it from muscle, which is why it is, again, so important to be resistance training when you are losing fat, because you may lose muscle, whether that's muscle you've actively been trying to build prior to that, or muscle that you already have that, as we spoke before, we don't want to lose more of now, because it's something that's going to be essential with our health in years to come. So that's what I mean by in a fat loss phase and in a calorie deficit. And we can create that calorie deficit by not feeding our body quite enough. Obviously, not just not feeding our body, just not feeding our body quite as much as it would like. Um, And just moving a little bit more. So whether you've got a step count that's usually 10,000, maybe it goes up to 12, 13. Maybe you add in a little bit of 10 minutes cardio after each session just to, again, get a little bit more movement in. Um, I can't, I have no clients who are in a muscle building phase that do kind of cardio at the end of a session unless it's just cardio that they genuinely really enjoy doing and steps wise it's nothing massive either. So again reverts kind of back to that first point, we kind of overcomplicate things and see it as really two like black and white things but actually literally all that changes is your portion sizes and your meals, <laughs> not all that changes but that is kind of what it comes down to. And that in itself, by not overcomplicating it like that, makes it so much more simple for it to just be those habit changes, right? So rather than you completely changing everything you do to lose fat, then changing everything that you're doing again to build muscle, you're actually just making small tweaks. So you could say, okay, for the next eight weeks, actually, I want to feel a bit leaner. So I'm just going to have half the amount of carbs in my dinner that I normally would and I'm going to up my steps by 2,000 steps a day. Do you know what? That's probably enough to create a deficit to lose some body fat over those weeks. And then you might decide, actually, cool, I'm happy where I am. I want to go back to building more. So you're just going to revert back to your other portion sizes, and maybe you feel like you want more time to do your gym session and really push harder in your sets and less time to do your steps. So you can make that compromise. It's slight changes that make it a more like realistic and sustainable thing than all of a sudden just going like one thing to the other, like back and forth, back and forth. And then it's hard to settle into that routine if you're constantly changing your routine over and over and over again. So quick refresh on the question of should I lose fat then build muscle? Short answer, no. (laughs) One, Your training should be really similar whether your goal is muscle building or fat loss. Two, it takes years to build muscle. Start now. Three, if you really want to achieve a specific body composition, and by body composition, I literally mean like what your body looks like, how much muscle, how much fat you have um, in whatever areas. If you really want to achieve a specific body composition, it's going to take lifelong habits, not just eight weeks. Four, muscle is one of the most important contributors to health. For a long and healthy life. Five, don't underestimate, sorry, motorbike, don't underestimate the role in building muscle has on the shape of your body. And six, all that really changes is the amount of food you eat and the amount you move. 
between a muscle building phase and a fat loss phase. Don't overcomplicate it. I hope that was helpful and I hope that clarifies things because I know it's something that I get asked frequently and it often comes up in consultations and it's literally just the case of people don't quite understand because that's what we see on Instagram. It's like, oh, I'm focusing on shredding this month so I'm only going to be doing HIT when it's probably not going to be the most sensible thing to do. Absolutely, sprinkle some HIT in there if you feel up to burning some, oh God, I just said burning some extra calories or just doing some more movement. But most of the time, if you're already doing a lot of steps, you could maybe do that. Most of the time, steps are going to be sufficient. So yeah, I hope that was useful, everyone. And I will catch you next time. Have the best Easter break. Speak to you soon.